0: preventing pain fear and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe this is animal radio
1: and welcome back you lucky devil you we are live from the race for the rescues in Pasadena at the Pasadena Rose Bowl
2: it's early and I was surprised at how many people were here at around five o'clock there's a whirlwind of activity going on booster are- going up uh, dogs and cats are showing up for adoption people are starting to line up for the race
1: there's a 1k and a 5k no i guess it's a one mile is it what it's a one mile one mile and a 5k race yes. going on today to raise money for 10 different rescue organizations
2: a dog's life rescue animal alliance best friends animal society four-legged friends foundation kitten rescue molly's mutts and meows the Lane Foundation, and, of course, the rescue train.
1: They're all trying to find homes for a bunch of animals today, as well as raising money in this 1K and 5K race. As the sun rises over Pasadena, now the exciting thing about today's races, and they call it races, but it's really a run. We want you just uh, to run and do it casually we don't want anyone to exhaust themselves and it's, you can bring your dog with you uh, there's a lot of people with their dogs and there's a lot of celebrities there's uh, in fact so, several of the celebrities that we've spoken with over the last few weeks uh-huh. they're actually running today and we're going to check in with them i understand uh, young and restless stars will be uh, with they us they will be
2: here and jane lynch she is going to be hosting the little doggy halloween costume fashion show oh
1: because it is so near halloween there's yes, going to be is. dogs that are actually dressed, dressed up, up in halloween and they'll costumes. be available for adoption very good they're just about to kick off the the race, and I'm actually doing my stretches here because I'm gonna run that mile today. Now I understand the daddios are going to be kicking off the race with a song, and the, the Daddyos, an acapella group. Who who does the talking for all of you? We
3: all do. We all, we all talk. talk. We're a doo
4: wop acapella. Yeah. doo wop acapella. To a barbershop acapella.
1: Group. And you prepared something for the the beginning of this race here?
4: Yeah, we okay. did. Well, let's hear it
5: d d
6: dum 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 Doom, doom, doom. Who's that knocking on my door all oh, last night and the night before? A boom, 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 a bang, bang, bang. I can't stand this awful clang. Who's that knocking on my door? Who's that calling, calling my name? Toss a brick through my window pane. A boom, 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 a bang, bang, bang. About to drive for me insane. Who's that knocking on my door? do, 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 do bang,
7: bang, bang oh, night long. Oh, yes, very good, very, very. Good. The, the Daddy
1: O's, ladies and gentlemen, on Animal Radio. I see there is a line for the bathroom as the racers are getting ready to, uh, uh, to actually do the run. You're going to go sing for the bathroom line. The bathroom song. We'll be back with more Animal Radio right here.
5: High-fat treats can cause pancreatitis. Tis the season of caring and sharing, but if you really care about your pet, you won't share some of the things with it. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys, reporting for Animal Radio especially those high fat treats don't share those with your pets they can cause much pain and an extended stay at the animal hospital high fat foods can overload the digestive system and result in pancreatitis pancreatitis occurs when the pancreas becomes inflamed the pancreas is a glandular organ located near the liver It makes insulin and digestive enzymes that are secreted into the intestine to aid normal digestion of food and absorption of nutrients. Pancreatic inflammation can be very severe because the organ contains digestive enzymes that can be activated and produce the swelling and inflammation. Pancreatitis can also affect other organs including the liver. Signs of pancreatitis are vomiting, diarrhea, Abdominal pain, lethargy, dehydration, and decreased appetite. To diagnose pancreatitis, blood work and urinalysis tests are performed to determine enzyme and protein levels and rule out other metabolic diseases. To treat the illness, the gastrointestinal tract must have complete rest with no food or water for 48 to 72 hours. Hospitalization is required, so intravenous fluids can be given, medications for vomiting and pain, and antibiotics administered. When nothing is taken by mouth, the stimulus for the pancreatic secretion decreases and the inflammation subsides. When the pancreatic enzymes return to normal, a bland diet and water may be reintroduced slowly. Still thinking about giving gravy on your pet's food? Well, I encourage you not to feed human foods to your pets. Pets don't need the fatty food or the additional calories in human diets. Some small breeds of dogs are particularly prone to pancreatitis, and table scraps can set them off very quickly, especially during holiday times. Miniature schnauzers are predisposed to elevated blood fat, and cholesterol levels and pancreatitis can also occur in cats, although it's more difficult to diagnose and it does seem more prevalent in dogs. If it's hard to say no to those longing eyes and you feel you must treat your pet, then why don't you give them a little bit of a gourmet dog food or a gourmet pet treat rather than anything from the table. For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio.
1: We are live from Pasadena at the Pasadena Rose Bowl for the Race for the Rescues. This is to benefit 10 organizations that help animals out. We have a lot of runners here. The race has started. And in just a few minutes, right here on Animal Radio, Jane Lynch. And I wanted to mention she's going to be in an upcoming episode of Boston Legal. You tune to... in for that. Also, Michelle Stafford, two-time Emmy Award winning Michelle Stafford. Uh, Greg Rickert from The Young and the Restless. And ladies from E! Television. Ted Casablanca will be joining us, as well as other great actors and actresses that love their pets and want to share their bond with you, right here on Animal Radio. Judy, you just handed me a press release... From a pet insurer that lists the top ten most common items that are surgically removed from pets, according to uh, surgeons, and
8: we don't mean
2: organs. We mean things that dogs have actually ingested into their stomachs. Some they shouldn't of not be
1: there. Yeah, they shouldn't be there. Some of them include swallowed pagers, hearing aids, drywall, batteries, rubber bands, toy cars, and hair ties. Now, those aren't on the top 10. If you think you know what the number one thing that is surgically removed... If you think you know, why don't you give us a call right now, 1-866-405-8405. Uh, Judy's put together a big old package. It includes one of those critter coolers, huh?
2: We've got one set up here right now at the Race for the Rescues, and it's funny because the dogs remember, and they bring their guardians back for another drink.
1: So you're going to want one for your house. We'll put together a big old package for you. Tell us at one what is the number one item surgically removed from pets? It is not an organ. We're not talking about organs, as Judy says. These are the things that shouldn't be there. Call us right now. We'll be back live from the Race for the Rescues.
9: Dogs or cats, horse or emu, you. Are people too. An unusual friendship between a tortoise and a hippo has inspired two books, a documentary, a website, and a blog. The latest book, Owen and Mazzei, The Language of Friendship, tells the inspiring story of Mazzei, a 130-year-old tortoise who became a surrogate parent and friend to Owen, a baby hippo who had been washed onto the coast of Kenya during the 2004 tsunami. Villagers rescued the and Owen with a fishing net and brought him to the wildlife center where Mazay lived. The unlikely pair now live, sleep, and play together, and they even have their own special language that sounds a little like, rrr, rrr. You can check out what all the fuss is about at owenandmazay.com. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio our people to animal radio the animal
1: minute is brought to you by urinoff the number one vet recommended urine odor and stain remover to purchase visit www.urinoff.com. Urine Off, finally something that works.
10: There's lots of reasons to need a urine odor and stain remover. Your dog's afraid of thunderstorms. Cat hates being alone. You've moved into a new house. But there's only one reason to buy Urine Off, because it actually works. Urine Off's high performance formula gets to the source of the problem and removes it permanently, even cat urine. Many odor removers claim to work, but thousands of loyal Urine Off customers, even vets, swear by it. If urine odor is a problem in your home, reach for Urine Off, the odor remover that actually works. Available exclusively at www. At urinoff.com or your local
11: vet. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans.
4: I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard k Canine Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where
11: can I find out more?
4: Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com.
6: Hello, this is Don DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, and they'll always love you back. <laughs>
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio.
1: And welcome back. We are live from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena for the race for the rescues. The race has begun.
2: Uh, Why are you still standing here, Al? You told me you were going to run in
1: the kids division. Well, I'm just going to help you hand out water if that's okay. Okay, we'll do it together. Someone has to report. Actress, comedian, Jane Lynch. She has just kicked off the races. Of course, you remember her from Best show
2: That was such a funny movie. She was
1: great, and she just was on that NBC. Thank God you're here, TV show. And she's on her way over here.
9: Hi, Hi, how are you doing? Good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet
1: you. How? I guess you're not running today, huh?
9: No, I'm not. I didn't. Do I kind of wanted to. Now, who's this you brought with you? This is Olivia. Olivia. Olivia Colossa Opso, She's seven. Hi, hey, Olivia. She's wearing a pretty little dress right now, as you can see. Is this a Halloween get-up? Um, well, yeah. You know what? I did it for Halloween so she could be like a party girl, but I like her in this dress. I think I'm going <laughs> to dress her in this every Sunday. Well, so, you know, it's something that's appropriate. It's not just for Halloween. Exactly. She could wear this on her you know, Sunday this, best. This beautiful dress was $50. I got really? got it on sale for like 15 but can you believe it? I mean, it's really cute and everything. It's got a little crinoline thing in here, but $50. bucks. i will tell you,
1: we should have gone into dog clothes. You should have, yeah. There you go. I like
9: your bunny ears. Your listeners may not know this, but you're wearing sweet little soft bunny ears. <laughs>
1: and now I've been outed. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, we're asking listeners the 10 top most common things surgically removed from pets. And we're, we're going to ask you, what do you think the number one thing is?
9: Surgically removed surg- uh, that surg- dogs have eaten. That, oh, that dogs have eaten. And that yeah. have been surgically
1: removed. Not like organs.
9: Okay, yeah. socks.
1: That is the number one thing.
9: Is it really? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. You know, a friend of mine was walking her huge big Doberman Pinscher, and he took a poo. Can I say that on the radio? Yes, you can that. And she she saw the waistband for Hanes. (gasps) So I almost said underwear. That's on the... That made the That's
1: actually number two, lingerie, underwear, and pantyhose.
9: (laughs) Funny, funny. So what's going to happen at the fashion show? Tell us about that. Well, it'll be... dogs from the rescues um, who are available for adoption and several were adopted last year and they'll all be in Halloween costumes and they will be parading proudly down the catwalk or do you say dog walk yeah <laughs> and um, I will be hosting it and saying some wonderful things about them and last year like uh, I think a handful of them were adopted people went home with wonderful animals well
1: we appreciate everything you've done oh, second year hosting this goodness. you're awesome i just everything.
9: love it i think these guys are doing god's work they know, really taking are care of our these little creatures and giving them loving homes and i just adore them for it
0: thank you so much thank you Jane. Bad.
9: thank you thank, thank you guys and thank you for the
0: work. you're listening to animal radio you can learn more about today's guests at animalradio.com log on learn more
8: Honey, look, I taught Rocky a new trick. He's 12. You know what they say about old dogs? Hey, Rock. What'd she teach you to do, sleep? Funny, no. I taught him to email me when it's time for his vet appointment and vaccinations, notify a call center if he's lost, and give the kennel his feeding and med schedule. Did you give him a a brain implant? No, I bought him a cougar tag for his collar. Cougar tag? This little USB cougar tag. Yeah, plugs into any computer. His vital information's right there for the vet or kennel to read. So our address and phone number aren't hanging off Rocky's neck. Wow, neat trick.
3: Yeah, honey neat. Cougatag, the world's smallest USB pet tag for dogs, cats, even birds. 24-7 lost pet center. Vital health and vet information. Appointment at vaccination reminder, emails, and more. All in a universal, non-invasive, waterproof tag. Let your pet teach you a new trick. Visit Cougatag.com today. That's Cougatag, K-O-O-G-A tag.com Cougatag.com <laughs>
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: We are live from the Pasadena Rose Bowl. It is the race for the rescues. A lot of great people running and some finishing up right now, uh, all for a great cause. Wow. W- what is your name? Rochelle. Re- Rochelle, you came in pretty close to first day. Yeah,
12: that was fun. How, it was a lot of
1: fun. You did the whole 5K? Uh-huh. Wow. And how long do you think it took you? Uh,
12: 22 and a half minutes.
1: 22. You got it down to the minute. You've been practicing for this, huh?
12: Well, it's fun, yeah. I really don't practice, but yeah, I do watch my time. It's fun.
1: Did you bring dogs with you?
12: No, but I want a dog. I grew up with dogs, and that's why I'm here, because I want a dog.
1: So maybe you'll bring one home today.
12: I hope so. My kids hope so. So you're helping
1: a good cause and and bringing a a dog home, hopefully, for the kids.
12: Our cats are from the Humane Society, so we have cats. Well, thank
1: you so much for doing this. You're awesome. Okay, so I'm thinking your time was maybe 24 minutes, 25, what do you think it was? I
13: don't know, I had my eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: had your eyes closed. Was it a tough run for you? It was a little rough in the end, There's a, or actually in the middle is a pretty steep hill, but it's all right. So wherever there's an uphill, there's a downhill? Absolutely. Did you run with a dog at all? No, I didn't, but I jumped a bunch of them. (laughs) You did what? Jumped over a bunch of them. Jumped over a bunch of (laughs) dogs. Thanks so much for coming out. Thank you. How are you doing? What's your name? Robert. What is it? Robert. How was the run? That's okay. Was it tough? You ran with the dog.
9: Yeah, I ran together the
1: Is he a fast runner? Uh, with the dog, no. <laughs> I
9: uh,
1: I, uh, I, had nine years I don't run. You, don't, you haven't run in nine years? Uh huh. So but this is the first did, time in nine years? My best time was in the Los Angeles Maratona 248. Well, you did pretty good, I'll tell yeah. you that. Uh-huh. Very Thank good. you for coming out today. Pretty the good. The dog doesn't even look tired. That was the first guy that I saw with a dog here today that's running.
2: Yeah, the dogs uh, seem to be coming in a little bit later.
1: 24 minutes, though, is pretty good. This is, three what, 3.2 miles? 5K yes. is 3.2 miles. No doubt it's a tough run for everybody, but for a good cause.
2: You know, it's funny because you see the people,
1: and they are dog tired, but yet the dogs look refreshed. Yeah, they look uh, like they're ready to run it again. Yes. Sir, can you come over here? Did you just run? Obviously. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dripping with sweat and the number hanging off, how you have yeah, a good grasp of the obvious. It <laughs> was it a tough run for you? Um, well, I, I ran last year. Oh, so you did? You, but that was the last since. since. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, what? I made it around
1: and, it, and I think I did pretty well. So. What about 24 minutes? Uh, it was 24 minutes. That's, Is that what I did. Uh, someone that just came in ahead of you was at about 24 minutes. So I I'm think I was 26, 26 minutes. 26 minutes. 26. That's still <laughs> now, That's still pretty good, right? Yeah. He was I running with a dog. No, I wasn't running with a dog. Okay. She she was pretty attractive, I think. <laughs> 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 well, thank you for what you did today. You're awesome. Sure, yeah, yeah, it was great. Thanks thank a lot. You. Coming to you live from the Pasadena Rose Bowl, it is the race for the rescues, and uh, the race just ending right now. A lot of people coming in with their dogs right now. It's starting to heat up, isn't it?
12: Yes, it is. Not as cold it's
1: as good. it was when we started there this morning.
12: No. Okay, Renee,
1: I saw you came in. What uh, you were pretty near the, the yeah the yeah. There. I think we're in top ten overall as far as humans go, and, um, and when you say we, you mean you and your dog. Yeah. Yeah, Kia. Kia from KiaPet.com. Tell the listeners uh, yeah. what kind of dog
13: Kia is. Kia is a little Russell Terrier. They're kind of like a Jack Russell, except they're from Ireland. So let me get this straight. This uh, small legs.
1: dog with mm-hmm. short legs comes in what third, fourth, fifth? Uh, as what? far as the
13: dogs come, uh, go. She came in third place with a time of twenty-two minutes and twenty seconds for three point
1: two miles. And what about you? <laughs> um, yeah I think she beat me By about Two paws maybe Now did you carry her yeah, in Any part no of the thing. race Because I got be these Small the legs there
13: So she kicked some butt And she lapped up about a half a bottle of Vitapaw as soon as we finished the line, so she was out supporting her little Look at him, uh, putting in, in a plug for Vitapaw. <laughs> Heck yeah. There that's that's what fueled her fire,
1: man. Thanks for running today. Sure, Thank Thanks, guys. Still to come visit us at the Alpha Dog broadcast vehicle, we're expecting Michelle Stafford, Greg Rickard from the Young and the Restless, and I, I believe this guy who's walking over towards us, isn't he from ETV? Yes, I know who that is. That's Ted Casablanca. Hey, Ted.
13: Hey. How are
14: you doing? Good. How
13: are
1: you? Ted Casablanca from ETV. How are you doing? Hey,
13: this is my partner John Hey John how you doing and This is friend. Margo the most important one of all oh, no What what kind of dog is Margo uh, she's a bit of everything she's a chihuahua pomeranian dachshund I think you know maybe a little bit of parisultan in there too No you didn't run sure. today did you <laughs> Yeah I Do you I know. look like I'm dressed wrong No right? <laughs> You don't look sweaty thank you for or for asking anything like that
1: uh, but Did we, you run with your bunny ears? Uh, no. Do I look like I could
13: run? <laughs> like you yeah, could. <laughs> you do. Look like you've got a runner's build.
1: Uh, no, I didn't. I, I was uh, like
13: Judy, a spectator today.
2: Uh, except, what would the runners be without us spectators? Uh, well, you know, Margo uh, runs.
13: June, Does she? Yeah, she's this little thing, and she's actually quite aggressive and very athletic. She's a bit surprising.
1: And she probably could have done this uh, easily.
13: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah a piece of cake. Easier than we could. I'm is sure. Is Margo
1: the only dog at the house?
13: She is. We we, we have two cats. Do they get along? Um, They get along. Butch is uh, the 18-pounder, and he sort of, like, tries to boss Margot around, but Mm -hmm. Margot doesn't let it, Mm -hmm. let him do it. And and then there's Cleo. She's very... She kind of stays away from everybody. Cleo's just the. No one believes Cleo actually exists. Is what oh, you're Oh no, 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 they 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 just stay away from her because she's very elegant. And, you know, she's a girl cat. You know, girl cats are a little snittier <laughs> than boy cats. <laughs> sure. But you know? yeah, I know. Judy... But boys are just sluts. You know, they just want to lay on and they you're, just, you're you and. You're preaching know, to the choir. Yeah, you know? i not tell... <laughs> pattern. Yes. Okay, so you're this, you're. this isn't where you want to go, is it? Oh, hey, you know,
1: why go anywhere? We t- I take it to the lowest common denominator. Just when the show starts to sound smart, <laughs> then Hal comes in and takes over. Yes. Uh, the, the dealie with the cat. You want to add a cat and no, a w- dog? No, you want to add dogs four to your cats household?
2: And I want to add a dog, but I'm really afraid of how everybody's going to take it and how everybody's going to get along.
1: So this is another example of that it does I, work. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. haven't
2: actually heard that. They don't get along. Everyone's either they're they're best buddies or they just kind of tolerate each other, and there's no you know fighting or anything. They they learn how to coexist. I
13: actually think that people um, think foolishly that it's up to just the animals. I think the animals are looking to you yeah. to see how you respond. So what we do is we lay on the bed with them all and try to include them all and and being friendly yeah. with each other. And if they see that you're being perhaps friendlier to the the cat or the dog and you know the cat or the dog will pick up on that mm-hmm. and want to be in on the fold you see, this is, it's this, not very scientific no that really
1: is you know. this is where we start sounding smart and then i talk you know <laughs> because that because that is so true your animals really react they pick up on how you're reacting in any situation if you leave the house and you're stressed out and anxious they're going to be anxious when you leave the house so is Animal Radio, fo- like, 24-7? Well, there's two There's two things going on here. We have a nationally syndicated radio show on 95 stations across the country on coast here in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then we have uh, streaming online 24-7 and in independent pet stores and on cell phones, a uh, right. full-time network.
13: Right. Which and, and are you all, like, politically correct? I mean, are you... You know, picketing Paris Hilton's house for adopting purebreds or as opposed to a rescue. I mean what how, how renegade are you all?
1: Well, last week we took on Ellen. We,
13: oh you did yeah. did you
1: really yes we we, we think that uh, she she abused her power and used that show uh,
13: improperly. Tell me about it. She, there you go. Ted Casablanca green with me there. She, she knows she did the wrong thing. She, yeah. And yeah. she continues to do the wrong thing. Second oh, my time. God. You're na- I love Ellen. I think she's actually pretty cool, but not on this count. You know yeah.
1: what? I you don't, uh, every you, know, day. you
13: don't hand dogs off from one owner to another, just like there's some sort of handbag. If it doesn't work out one place, you, you give it to another. Of course, you send it back to you know, the agency where you got the dog exactly. to, to let them replace. But the,
1: the other thing you got to realize, and you know this because you, you have a high-profile job, that particular situation she had a forum that no one else had her show her TV show which is very very powerful yeah and
13: absolutely and what she did was she got her fans who were quite allegiant to you know mistakenly root for the wrong thing sure, which exactly. is a shame yes. because they should have been helping the this uh, rescue agency instead of you know helping close it down which is uh, so is, isn't that what happened pretty much yes. what happened. Yeah, which, which is just hideous and she pulled such a a, a guy thing too she said <laughs> She didn't know. She said, oh, it was a Porsche signed the paper. I didn't sign it. It's sure. like, oh, come on. Don't blame it on the girlfriend. That's such a dude thing to do. <laughs> oh, I didn't know my girlfriend did it, dude. Yeah. Uh, how true whatever. it is but i you know i love ellen just not on the score yes exactly. you know we
1: shut down the studios every day to to watch her but we haven't since she's come back we're very disappointed but
13: and uh, did you really pick
1: at her house uh, did we pick at her house we sent guido over and no, we sent some, <laughs> some some interns over to her house just to uh, to sit there we didn't go there actually personally we just we,
13: you leave it to the grunts. To, we do the we dirty actually just work. thought
7: this stuff. So yeah. you sat we, in we, your we, big
13: executive <laughs> office with your bunny ears, and you let you, you let the interns do it.
7: Ted,
1: you're awesome. Thanks for coming out today and supporting the cause. he's
13: getting rid of my ass. It's <laughs> like, you know.
1: Ted Casablanca from E! Television. It's the Race for the Rescues, live from the Pasadena
0: Rose Bowl. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And welcome back.
1: We're coming to you live from the Race for the Rescues at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. On her way over, we can see him off in the distance, Michelle Stafford from the Young and the Restless. You know she won two Emmys, not one, but two, right? Yes, she did. And she's also with Greg Rickart. Oh, from The Young and the Restless, and his dog, Fred. And they're also with some kid. I don't know who the kid is. We'll find out in just a second. Now, if you remember... The last time we spoke to Michelle we asked her if her dogs were celebrities who would they be do you remember what she said
2: Yes I believe she said one of her dogs named Duke would be Tom Hanks because he's kind of everybody yeah and everybody loves him oh yeah
1: and then she said her other dog Beauregard was Bill Murray yeah, she he, yes she said he was yes
2: she said he's kind of funny like Bill Murray and kind of serious at times
1: but she refused to tell us about Josephine we said we were going to hold her to it we would see her at the race for the rescue she's on her way over she better have a good answer. That's all I can say. Now you be nice. Well, hello, Michelle. How are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? I'm Hal. Uh, hi, Hal. We spoke. Uh, yeah. In fact, I you, I need yeah. the answers from you.
15: <laughs> we, uh, We're not letting we
1: you off the hook. Okay, yes, we we know that uh, Beauregard Tom Hanks. is Tom Hanks. Yeah. We have Duke as Bill Murray.
15: Not really. I changed my mind. You did. Okay. I thought of that. You can do that. Uh, he's more Steve Carell. Duke is Steve Carell. I love okay, it. Yeah. I like that. You know, that's hip. you No, know, because it, Bill Murray has a darkness, a bit
1: of a darkness, right? right?
15: And Duke doesn't have that. So he's more Steve Carell. He's funny. He's a funny dog.
1: And Josephine.
15: Josephine, just—I don't know. See, is it the girls are hard?
3: Aren't the girls hard. are very hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
15: She,
1: she was timid. That's what I remember. She's
15: timid, but she gives lots of love. Here, come in, Hunter. This is Hunter. Hi, Hunter. How are you A doing? He plays my stepson on the show.
1: You do? Yes. So you're not related in real life? No. No, not, no, no. Not in real life. No. Uh, what's it like working on uh, with all these hot, two-time Emmy-winning yes. actors and?
15: Yeah. Yeah. What all is right. it like, Hunter? And it's really cool. <laughs> I'd like Everybody's to know. really nice. Do you, oh, five
1: yeah. days a week you do that? No. No. It Almost. all depends
15: on the storyline.
9: Yeah, he. he
15: oh, right. there. He, Fred. What he had kind had of Fred. pets do you have? Yeah. Do
9: you have any pets at home? Uh, no. I'm gonna get a cat though. Good for you. He, you here? No. Today. No. 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 <laughs> uh, like
1: next year. I noticed all three of you are hanging out together. Do you always do that? And I'm talking always. about
14: Greg Rickard already.
1: <laughs> always.
15: We always, always. do it. Yes. And this is this must we be Fred. Live
14: together. Uh, um, This is Fred, yes. Who um, I have a new answer for Fred as well. Okay. Fred is no longer. um, I described him as a uh, unruly, unruly like child Child actor. actor. Like I didn't have specific. (laughs) Um, But uh, oh gosh, who was it? Um, Oh, I decided that he was uh, Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. Astaire. I like that because he's 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 charming and uh, debonair. Debonair, and he knows how to move and um, and uh, yeah, and he likes to bark in the rain. Now, did he run today? (laughs) Did you run today? Oh, I, we did not. No, okay. we uh, we made it a little late. Yeah, I, I hey, same thing over here, Sorry. right? Yeah, no, I would have. That's the
1: right? You did? I did. Yeah.
15: How did you do? Uh, Two oh five. Wow! Did you yeah. run with an animal hunter? Uh, no. Nope. No.
1: Just by yeah. yourself.
15: Yeah. Well, with my parents. With
1: the, they ran too. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is awesome <laughs> to Here's see all. Just the
15: is I- Marilyn Monroe.
1: Mar- there you go. There's. Better she late kisses. than never.
15: She gets lots There's. of kisses. Very oh, good answer. She likes to kiss. Did
14: she sing Happy Birthday?
15: Yeah. She does, and she pees in the closet. As of this morning, as and oh, this, no, this very
14: is very something bad. brand new, huh? Yeah. Which well, we yeah. We all know Marilyn
1: Monroe is famous for she's peeing in the closet.
15: <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I. Who thought knew? Of. Who knew?
1: Well, now is this behavior something uh, maybe uh, trying to tell you something?
15: I don't know. I don't. Uh, she's a puppy still, and I think uh. that my two puppies—they're still. I still have to get them to not do their business in the house sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, and because they're but they're over one. And so you think that they they would? They have been trained. Yeah. Oh, are you are you you, uh, criticizing my? No, I'm. I'm, (laughs) No, I want
1: to know what do you do when you see them do it? Do you see good? No, 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 no.
15: (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, When I I never see them do it. Okay. I usually see it after the fact. Uh But I heard Josephine this morning. But I see it after the fact, and I'm not really sure if it was Duke or Josephine. Sometimes I could tell. By the pea because Duke is a mountain dog, uh-huh. and it trails the pee oh, trails. Yeah. It's not just to one place. He yes, pees it's a lot. As He walks. <laughs> yes. you know they do that, and so that okay. I know it's him. And I and I tell him he's a bad boy, and I point to it, and they kind of they know. Mm-hmm. It's well,
14: like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was I was just told that you're um the 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 key is to catch them in mid urination. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I that with the Josefina this morning. you take them outside, and then you're oh, yeah. supposed to like do backflips and go. <laughs> Pooping and hollering. With it only works during a full moon. When
15: they do it outside, I can't even tell you. They get up at 6.30 in the morning. I take them outside to do their business. I take them to the place. I duke to, and they do their business. And I say, good girl, go." I, I don't know. What am I doing wrong? Uh, well, what is she doing wrong I there? You're the expert here. I, mean, I get here. up out of my bed at 6:30 in the morning to take them outside. I think that's
1: I think that's the problem. Is is that you get that attention there? You get up at 6:30 in the really morning for them. Just <laughs> like
15: that's that. a tough one.
1: It is a tough one, but uh, uh, nip that in the bud, if you will. Okay. Yeah. You don't yeah. want peeing around the house because you'll never be able to sell the house.
15: Oh yeah, and then you have the the constant pee smell. Oi yeah. oi oh. Now
1: you've learned yeah. learned a lot today about the uh, bathroom habits. Yes. Yeah, so of Michelle's dogs,
14: dogs, yeah, and you know what they say, um, that you know, a <laughs> little oftentimes your dogs mimic your behavior. <laughs> so, there was uh, like, one time, been, there was one time I, I walked into Michelle's dressing room, <laughs> sorry, she, she wasn't there, <laughs> she wasn't there, but I was like, Why does it smell like you're in here? And I tried <laughs> yeah, to I
15: remember that time you caught me peeing in the corner, and of then, then, then there
14: was this other time I did catch Michelle uh, peeing in the corner of a set,
15: yeah. and uh.
14: Yeah. And so, you know, I think, um, I, think there's the a, bottom of the I think there's a bigger issue that, yeah. at hand than just uh, what the dogs are doing, you know?
1: You need one of those shrinks down there on the set yeah, to, yeah. to, for to me. work A with. dog whisperer. For everybody.
14: Yeah. You
15: need a dog whisperer. I need a dog whisperer.
1: Now, you know, they don't allow pets on the set now, do they? No. They don't, no. Uh, it sounds like they're getting people
15: ready. People were very irresponsible with their pets. Oh, they they... their pets to poop in the dressing room and left it there for the people to clean, for someone else to clean.
1: So then they banned yes. yes. Any names?
15: Yes. Michelle Stafford. Michelle, <laughs> are S-H.
1: Okay, you, you do the math there. Thank you so much for coming out today. You guys are awesome. Thank you much. Thanks, thanks, thanks.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more.
16: Hi, this is Clive Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please
3: remember to spay and see your pet.
10: Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defect. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to
4: stop this? You can contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should i right.
10: Hey, you know anyone who has owned a pet can tell you nothing is more frustrating than their pet soiling in the house. Often they do this in one spot over and over and over again. There's a reason why your pets do this. Pets are attracted to their own unique body scent, which is known as their pheromone. And that pheromone is always left behind in every soiling. Therefore, it's natural for your pet to follow his keen sense of smell and go back to it. So the question is, how do we get the pheromone out so our pets stop Resoiling in the house? Well, the good news is there's finally an answer. It's Get Serious Stain, Odor, and Pheromone Extractor. Get Serious is the only stain and odor remover with the ability to remove your pet's pheromone while also getting out the urine odor and any stain. Stop blaming your pets for resoiling when you used a cleaner that didn't get the pheromone out. And don't spend another minute cleaning up unnecessary repeat accidents. Pick up Get Serious today at PetSmart or visit PetSmart.com. Mom.
8: Honey, look, I taught Rocky a new trick. He's 12. You know what they say about old dogs? They rock. What'd she teach you to do, sleep? (laughs) Funny, no. I taught him to email me when it's time for his vet appointment and vaccinations, notify a call center if he's lost, and give the kennel his feeding and med schedule. Did you give him a a brain implant? No, I bought him a cougar tag for his collar. Cougar tag? This little USB cougar tag. Yeah, plugs into any computer. His vital information's right there for the vet or kennel to read. So our address and phone number aren't hanging off Rocky's neck. Wow, neat trick.
3: Yeah, honey. Neat. Kuga tag, the world's smallest USB pet tag for dogs, cats, even birds. 24-7 Lost Pet Center, vital health and vet information, appointment at vaccination, reminder, emails, and more. All in a universal, non-invasive, waterproof tag. Let your pet teach you a new trick. Visit kugatag.com today. That's Tag. K-O-G-A-Tag.com. Kugatag. <laughs> Hi, this is Sheena Easton
12: on Animal Radio. Please stay and to your pets. It's so
0: important. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: We are with uh, Lisa Young. What title have they given you at the rescue train?
17: I am the top dog. Top dog. I knew that because you do everything. I'm the glue. I'm, the, You know, the, the rescue train is volunteer-based, and mm. it's teamwork to save these animals. It takes an army. It really does. But I'm I'm the main person that uh And you've been working everything. on this
1: for a long time.
17: We work on this event for about six months before it starts. Yeah. So it's... Uh, Pretty pretty intense. It's a lot of work. I've had three hours of sleep. Wow. <laughs> Great what, time for a radio interview. <laughs> what do you do
2: the other six months out of the year?
17: Uh, I, I do some acting as well. Do you? So really? I do, yes. Start working tomorrow on a what miniseries see you on? for Hallmark. Oh, really? Van Dyke. Oh. yeah. Anything
1: yeah. you can tell us about? You know what?
17: I have to go home and read the script because I haven't had <laughs> a chance to work on it. Now, this. are you going to make it
1: home? I heard you lost your keys.
17: I found my keys, and that would really be a bad end- ending to the day if I lost my car keys after all this. But we had such a great day.
1: Tell listeners what the Rescue Train is all about.
17: We are a non-profit, no-kill dog and cat rescue we're based in los angeles um, we've created some unique programs to help spread awareness you know a lot of people turn their animals into shelters because of back, lack of basic obedience so
1: there's 10 shelters that are involved today correct. are they all part of the rescue train
17: no we we host the event and we invite rescue groups and shelters that we we like and we know of we really want to try to get a a group um, feeling a community feeling of us all working together not just working as individual rescues so we actually raise money for these ourselves and these other rescue groups so it's it's a pretty wow. neat thing <laughs> yeah. It's
1: awesome a lot of work awesome job that you've done
17: I'm so proud of my volunteers you know I was watching the
2: end of the race and there was a gentleman that came across the finish line uh. Pushing a walker.
17: His, his name was Nigel Hudson, and uh-huh. he, I almost mm. burst into tears. Was, they told me he was in a car accident and he had a brain injury, uh-huh. and he did the 5k around the rose bowl in his walker and he wow. is just an amazing inspiration he came out here for the animals and yet you know he inspired us too if you're
1: listening on one of our los angeles area affiliates and you'd like to volunteer your time i'm sure you're always looking for volunteers
17: we are and our website is www the rescue train t-h-e rescue train like a choo-choo train dot <laughs> org and you can log on you can find out how to volunteer um, how to donate how to adopt an animal you can read about our dog training programs we have tips there for people that are trying to replace you know rehome an animal or for a good Samaritan that found an animal and wants to help it and doesn't know what to do there's so much educational we Pitbull education there. It's it's a really cool site.
1: The org, (laughs) And, of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Lisa Young, big hats off from all of us at Animal Radio for the, the wonderful job you've done.
17: Thanks to you, Judy, and Hal for supporting us, spreading our word. We're big fans of the show, and we're just so grateful that you came out today to help our cause. We'll
1: be back Thank next year. Thank you. Take
12: care. If anyone still has any radios out, can you please return them?
1: It is a beautiful day at the Pasadena Rose Bowl as we broadcast live for the Race for the Rescues. The race is pretty much ended, but if I had run, I would be coming in right about now.
2: Yeah, it would take you that many hours, I'm sure. My heart would have been in it, and it's for a great
1: cause. Now I understand our friend, the world-famous dog wizard, Vlade, is joining us next, right?
2: He is. You know, and he can help you with any dog-related problems you might have.
1: So if you have a problem, why don't you go ahead and give us a call right now, 1-866-405-8405, and we'll put you on air with Vlade the dog wizard, up next on Animal Radio.
10: This is an Animal Radio News update made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products.
1: Where's my darn cat litter? I'm Hal Abrams. Mental disorders associated with aging, including Alzheimer's, are far more common in domesticated cats than previously realized. With more than half of all cats over age 15 showing signs of senility, these findings support a growing body of evidence suggesting that most, if not all mammals, can suffer age related conditions normally associated with just people. In the case of cats, the main difference is that a 15 year old cat can be compared to an 85 year old person. The behaviors associated with senility in cats range from acting disoriented to changes in their social relationships to shifting the sleep habits. Other symptoms may include inappropriate vocalizing, forgetting commands, breaking house training, pacing, wandering, sluggishness, unusual interest or disinterest in food, a decreased grooming, confusion, or forgetting that they've just been fed, leaving the refrigerator door open, or the toilet seat up. Now you can learn more. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com.
11: This has been an
10: Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural Line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Earth-conscious consumers have an eco-friendly choice in pet care. The Simple Solution Natural Line of 100% all-natural pet products. 100% biodegradable training pads. Biodegradable even by California standards. They'll biodegrade faster than an orange peel. Also, Simple Solution Natural Pet Stain and Odor Remover. A great... Great alternative to harsh chemicals found in traditional household cleaners. Simple Solution Natural, based on a way of life. Find Simple Solution at Petco, PetSmart, or your local pet retailer.
16: Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog Fish Sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com.
4: Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call one eight. Pets 911. Hooray!
18: For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Did you
4: know
16: that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Ew, gross! Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year.
2: And that's it?
16: Yep. For more information, visit wwwsafe That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family against intestinal worm infections.
4: Hi, this is Jamie
16: Farr, and you're listening to the Animal Radio Network. And remember to spay and neuter
0: your pets. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio
1: We are live from the Race for the Rescues at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. You've seen him on ABC, you've seen him on NBC, CNN, CBS, Fox networks across the country. The world famous Russian dog wizard, Vlade, the dog wizard is here with us. How are you doing, Vlade? Good morning. Good morning, California. I'm glad you're now
6: here. I'm here. So you will know who is the Vlade is. When the Vlade talks... (laughs)
1: People and canine, listen. Well, Vlade, we we actually have a caller on the line that needs a little bit of help from you this week, so I'm wondering if you'll take a call. Sure. Okay, one eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. I've been informed. The studios say that Alicia is on the phone. Hi Alicia, how are you doing?
12: Hi, good morning.
1: Where are you calling from?
12: I'm calling from Morgan Hill, California.
1: Listening on Coaster K Big, you are on with Vlade the Dog Wizard. Hi, Hello, good
6: morning, Alicia. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank bite you. me, bite me. What
12: is your problem, man? <laughs> oh, yes, I, I have kind of a big problem. I have a wonderful Shetland sheepdog named Cash, and yes. uh, he's a v- very smart dog, but he has a, a problem walking on the leash. Okay.
6: He's walking on the leash, and he's pulling you like bulldozer, like tractor, yes?
12: He's pulling me. He sees other people. He lunges like Cujo. He sees other dogs. He lunges like Cujo. Yet when he's in the house and people come over, other pets come over, he's quite lovely. He's very fr- he, he jumps a little but he's <laughs> okay. a year okay. and a half. So, so. It is
6: very simple. I don't think your dog has a real, really, truly aggressive problem. I think your dog has a leash aggression or leash assertiveness because you pull him back every time when he wants to see and say hi to another dog. So what you need to do, Alicia, you need to focus your dog on you. Remember, he cannot be focused on two things at the same time. He cannot be focused on you and on another dog at the same time. So once you focus him on you, he will be ignoring another dog, once he ignoring another dog, he will use to them or another people and eventually like them. How to do that? It's a very simple. You need to have a leash slack, you need to have appropriate collar and uh, say let's go when the dog goes, if he turns to sniff another dog, quickly make a flick with your left wrist, sideways, like snap and release, and as you do that, make canine wave wave disapproval, like ah. And if the dog is pulling you, what you need to do, you need to momentarily reverse direction to the opposite direction and make the same flick in the opposite direction. Remember, Alicia, there are two positions in your relationship with your dog. Or your dog walk you, or you walk your dog. But if your dog will walk you, he will walk all over you in all other, uh, in all other aspects of your relationship. So, you know what? I'm going to ask the uh, Judy, she will send to you uh, for absolutely free my DVD obedience for life which is lesson number one how to teach your dog walk on the loose leash in less than five minutes so please stay tuned and uh, uh, Judy will get your phone number and address
19: great thanks Friday.
6: very good most welcome
1: if you're not a leash and you just didn't win one how can the average Joe pick up on this DVD
6: They can visit my website, vladi.com, which is V-L-A-D-A-E.com, or just simply www.russiandogwizard.com.
1: And if you would like to talk to Vlade, call 1-866-405-8405. We are live from the Rose Bowl. Is this your first time at the Rose Bowl? You
2: know, it is. I lived in California most of my life, I have to admit, but I've never been
1: here. It's the Race for the Rescues event, 10 adoption events. Now, we're going to take a break for the top of the hour news right here. If you're joining us next hour, well, there's lots more coming from the Rose Bowl. If you're leaving us now, remember, you can get more at animalradio.com or on any cell phone, simply text ANIMAL to 27627.
2: And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. And if it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from your shelter. I'm Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams.
1: We'll see you next week on this fine station for more Animal Radio. This is Animal Animal.
0: Animal Radio Network. Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: Welcome to Animal Radio. Let me set the scene for you. We are at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. It is the Race for the Rescues. It is a one-mile, a 5K race and a one-mile race for the, what, the kitties? The
2: kids and
10: you.
1: To raise money for 10 rescue organizations that are all here today. That's why they call it the Race for the Rescues. Also, the rescue organizations have brought animals out to be adopted. I don't know if you're going to look.
2: I'm going to look. You know, and I'm always amazed at these big events with all the animals as to how well they all get along. It's like the animals know that something is going on, and they just they, they just check everybody out, and they're all so friendly. It's
1: Dogs fantastic. are like that, you know? Big yeah. day at the dog park is what it's like yeah. here. We've set up our little watering station. It's a critter cooler. And the critter cooler?
2: Yes.
1: It's our first customer?
2: It is our first customer. It's very exciting to see it actually being
1: used. And the guardian of the first customer, Joe Regan. Hi, Joe. Hi, how, How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm very good. What's your dog's name? What? She is a cutie. That's Oswald. Oswald. Little guy? He's a guy. And who's this with you? This is Kinsey.
19: Kinsey? Packard. You, Kinsey Packard. You do a little acting too, don't you? Yes, I do.
1: Where, what do you do? Didn't you just come back... Uh...
19: I came back from Bulgaria. From, from yeah,
1: Bulgaria, where there's yeah. like a feral cat problem.
19: There's a there's a huge cat and dog cat dog horse you name it problem over there, and it was it was, it was really significant to me when I was shooting over there. So I came back and really wanted to get involved. And so what did you do? Um, I had a situation on a beach where there was a. a, a litters of kittens starving and there was one kitten in particular that was blind and couldn't see, it was really awful and um, I went shop to shop trying to find someone who could direct me to a vet Mm. and uh, finally this one merchant uh, in Bulgarian Mm. uh, pointed me in the direction of a vet turns out the vet was a pet store Oh, and you had the to buy a woman to get I the had to directions. buy a bikini to get the directions I had to buy something <laughs> and in buying the bikini um, I was given directions to this pet store and this woman gave me a box and I ran about three miles back across the beach the hot sand and got this little kitten and at that point he wasn't even standing and uh, brought him back to this pet shop owner and she pulls me aside outside her little her little patio there there's there's this ledge, and in this little courtyard, she has about 50 wow. cats that she's oh, rescuing no. there. It's such a problem, and she just puts them in this courtyard and feeds them and nurtures them back to health.
1: Why is it, why it a her... problem there? Is it because... Uh... It's
19: just awareness. I think people d- d- don't look at animals the same as they do here. I mean, we, we have a problem here in Los Angeles, but we're actually very fortunate... At least we have a lot of people that are involved that realize that it's a problem that are trying to clean up the community and, and, and help these animals, I think.
2: What is the temperature like over there? What kind of temperatures are they facing? It was,
19: it was it probably 110 wow. degrees. Wow. Yeah, it was Soza pool in the Black Sea, so it was re- just completely so scorching hot. Mm. Um, what were you doing
1: over there? You were shooting a, a flick?
19: I was shooting a film called *Infestation* uh, for Icon, for Mel Gibson's production company. Okay. They should, should be, be coming about out. Animals no, no, the, the film. Well, it is in a way. It's about giant Dogs. killer bugs. Um, <laughs> giant killer bugs. So I did a lot of screaming and running and uh, uh, from nothing. And that will be CGI later. That should be out in 2008 at some point.
1: Oh, very very exciting. Now you're going to be Joe, you're going to be on uh, Without a Trace. You have an upcoming episode. I have a really great big episode coming up with that
18: I did with uh, Nancy McKeon and Michael Dorn and um, that is going to be on, I think Thanksgiving night. During okay. It. So right after the dog show, check out Joe
1: Regan on Without a Trace. That's, That's right. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you guys have fun here today. Thank you guys out so much. Online. We have more Animal Radio on the way live from the Pasadena Rose Bowl Race for the Rescues.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
20: Hi, everybody. This is Susan Sims for Fido-Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. We have a great show today. We have lots of prizes. And, you know, I know uh, for some of us, you know, getting out there and traveling with our pet, we want to have a good time, and sometimes we get a little stressed out, and we might forget a few things. I know I've done it. I've left things at home that I shouldn't have. Uh, shampoo for my dogs leashes, that kind of thing. And today's guest with us is going to take all that worry out of traveling and how you can be prepared when you get on the road with Bido. So with us today is Mignon Profant. I love saying that name, Mignon, from Bon Voyage. How are you? I'm great. First of all, this is more than just a little travel tote. I, w- I want the listeners to really listen to what is included um, in this travel bed.
12: Well, it. it It came about because my my parents were in the process of moving um, about 100 miles away and uh... they had an elderly dog and they kept going back and forth and of course they were packed and ready to go but the they kept forgetting the dog's prescription or whatever and um and the dog was feeling uncomfortable in this new place and everything was new and different and so we created a wonderful little uh... suitcase for the dog that was a bed that she can sleep in that she recognized that the sniffs were the same no matter where they went and it was also a great place to store all the stuff, so they wouldn't leave anything behind when they had to leave on a minute's notice to get to the new place. So that's what Bon Voyage is. It's a traveling suitcase for the dog, and well, it's, uh, it, it's
20: also a travel bed. Because when I go online, you have a wonderful website, and, and people can check that out later. But you have three different sizes, and it, what I, I think it's fabulous because it's kind of like it's 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 everything in one. It's it's all the necessities, but it's also uh, your pet's bed.
12: Mhm, yeah, and that's the thing it's it's a a great little bed for them to sleep in, and it's it's sniffs that they recognize and they and it's a bed that they feel comfortable in, so no matter where they are it's it's bare space and um and then the top of it is where you can pack all the treats and goodies and that and that all just zips off completely detaches from the bottom of the bed so you can leave it packed with food and you don't have to worry about little fido getting into that in the middle of the night when you don't want him eating cookies
20: <laughs> the sizes um tell us i know you have small medium large so uh from say the smallest dog to the largest dog what would that accommodate
12: the small one, it's actually the bed dimensions are 14 by 16, and it really accommodates nicely the smaller uh, smaller furry friends up to about 8 pounds, sometimes 10, if they like to snuggle and curl a lot. Um, it can, I've also got several customers that have two little uh, chihuahuas that like to sleep together and that sort of thing, so it can accommodate multiple of the small and, and petite dogs. The medium size about 16 to 20, 16 by 20. So that's great for a Cocker Spaniel. Um, The the dogs that are a little bit uh, larger, or those dogs that like to stretch out. I know some of the Jack Russells like to sleep with their legs extended. (laughs) And <laughs> got to be ready to go. <laughs> yep. They're running <laughs> even in their dreams. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we have the big dog one. And that is not an oval-sized regular uh, bed. It's actually like a sleeping bag. It rolls up like a bedroll. The nice thing about these beds is that they are completely machine washable. Um oh, Which, great. especially if you have some accident-prone young ones, um, it, it's great because you just throw in the washing machine and you're <laughs> ready to go again.
20: People can go online to bonevoyage.com. And that's, it, I want to say Bon Voyage because that's, that's how, what we say in the travel biz, but it's actually B-O-N-E-V-O-Y-A-G-E.
12: If they wanted to call direct, it's 877, so it's a toll-free number, 877 and that will get into our direct offices.
20: And, and uh, once again, everyone should just go online to check these out because they really are plush. and They have, they have a darling dogs in, in these uh, travel cases for you to take a look at. So, Mignon, I think we should go ahead and give away one of these beds right now. Tell everybody again what's, what's included in the bag.
12: They are a black exterior, and then they have, they're going to have their choice of either a cheetah faux fur lining or a Dalmatian faux fur. And, uh, they are a bed. And then the, uh, sizes are either a small, medium, or large. And with it, with any of those sizes comes two Rubbermaid containers, a lotion bottle, a spray bottle, a flea comb, and then there's a little exp- accessory pack with some shampoos and, uh, poop bags and all of those wonderful things that you need to take with you when you're traveling.
20: Pick up your phone, call 866-405- 8405 and you might be the lucky listener to walk away with the Bone Voyage Travel Bed Thank you so much for coming on and thanks so much for uh, donating one of these wonderful travel beds for one of our lucky listeners.
12: Susan, thank you so much for all the work you do for all of our traveling friends.
20: Oh, you're so wonderful and I didn't pay you hardly anything to say that <laughs> This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
1: We are back live from the Race for the Rescues. Pasadena Rose Bowl. Now, last year, all of the animals got adopted. We're hoping the same thing's going to happen today. I see a lot of the adoptables on their way out, so that's very exciting.
2: And I want to take one home, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're going to have to talk to your husband about that. I, I'm not going to get involved with that. Okay. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. You just won something, huh? I know
21: I did, and I'm not even going to collect it because it's too important to come talk to you.
1: You don't know what it was?
21: No. I don't know. I know I just won a massage from Burke Williams for my fundraising efforts. I think, that's, I think that was the senior division running awards. Well, now tell me, what do you do? I am the campaign manager for Assembly Bill 1634, the California Healthy Pets Act, which is the spay and neuter bill currently in the... The Senate Local Government Committee in California.
1: And this would make it mandatory to spay and neuter your animals? Not
21: mandatory. There are tons and tons of exemptions. Police dogs, search and rescue dogs, guide dogs for the blind, breeders with permits, uh, any working dogs. So this is not a ban on breeding. Uh, there's a one... Uh, litter per household provision, so basically it's not, it's not mandatory. We just ask that most people spare neuter their family pets in order to, to cut down it. on this horrific pet overpopulation so problem we have in our shelter.
1: So, so then who pet does, pet does pet it really affect?
21: Who does it really affect? The people who are breeding illegally, without permits, not paying taxes, not having sellers' permits, the the backyard breeders, quote-unquote. Those are the people it's going to affect the most, and also the irresponsible pet owners who just let their pets reproduce and reproduce and reproduce, and then they just dump the litters in in the shelters, and then they have to be euthanized, and they're great animals, healthy and adoptable, and we're taking in over 840,000 dogs and cats into the city and county shelters every year in California. We kill over half of them. They get sent to rendering plants where they're turned into other things like dog food and lipstick. And taxpayers pay $300 million a year for the privilege of housing and euthanizing all of these beautiful animals.
1: It just makes financial sense really. Uh, it makes financial at 300.
21: sense, yes. And this bill is completely fiscally neutral. It will cost not a dime to implement, but it'll save so much money and it'll provide more resources for low-cost spay and neuter and for um, you know animal control to do their job
1: now we had the legislator on that Lloyd Levine, Lloyd Levine who introduced this and the, and the lines lit up one people wondering animals that they already have right now is that something that would apply to the animals that they have presently or to future acquisitions of, of animals? going
21: forward going forward when the bill is signed into law
1: if somebody wants to learn more about this where can they go
21: www.cahealthypets.com
1: Of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. We are live from the Pasadena Rose Bowl for the Race for the Rescues. We'll be right back. Did
16: you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com.
11: Do you know what you're serving for dinner tonight? If the FDA has its way, the milk and meat you see at the grocery store could come from cloned animals. And you won't even know because it won't be labeled. Cloning animals for food involves more than just food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues must also be considered. The cloning process uses hundreds of animals to produce just one clone, causing death, or severe health problems for most of the animals involved. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society to learn more about the problems with animal cloning at www.endanimalcloning.org. That's www.endanimalcloning.org. And have a voice in what you are serving for dinner tonight.
1: Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey wait a minute. <laughs> Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online
18: at GetSeriousProducts.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly, the publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the Industry Watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
8: Honey, look, I taught Rocky a new trick. He's 12. You know what they say about old dogs. Hey, Rock! What'd she teach you to do, sleep? (laughs) Funny, no. I taught him to email me when it's time for his vet appointment and vaccinations, notify a call center if he's lost, and give the kennel his feeding and med schedule. Did you give him a a brain implant? No, I bought him a cougar tag for his collar. A cougar tag? This little USB cougar tag. Yeah, plugs into any computer. His vital information's right there for the vet or kennel to read. So our address and phone number aren't hanging off Rocky's neck. Wow, neat trick.
3: Yeah, honey neat kougatag the world's smallest usb pet tag for dogs cats even birds 24 7 lost pet center vital health and vet information appointment at vaccination reminder emails and more all in a universal non-invasive waterproof tag let your pet teach you a new trick visit kougatag.com today that's kougatag k-o-o-g-a-tag.com kougatag.com kougatag. <laughs> Every year, there are millions of pets
0: in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet
18: listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. That's 911. Proud to be partnered with Animal Radio.
16: At Onesto Organics, we believe in whole foods for the whole animal. All of our human-grade organic pet foods are unrefined and dehydrated to preserve vital nutrients. Our veggie hides for dogs are delicious, nutritious, and completely free of grain, gluten, corn, and soy. Onesta Organics, we're all about healthful goodness for your pet. Honestly, nothing less will do. Check us out at www.onestaorganics.com.
6: Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio.
1: How you doing? We're coming to you live from the Pasadena Rose Bowl. The race for the rescues as things are starting to wind down. Judy is off looking at adopted animals. I have a feeling she might come home with one. I have a bunch of stuff here I want to give away. And since you can't be here, why don't you go ahead and give me a call right now. I have Tracy Hotchner's dog Bible. It's a must-have for your library. Let me give it away to you now so that I don't have to haul it back. It's pretty heavy. one 405 8405 Also, coming up in just a couple of minutes, best-selling author Robert Fulghum is joining us. From the Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten fame, 16 million copies, ladies and gentlemen. He's on the way right here on Animal Radio. Let's go to the phones. Hi, who's this? This is Virginia. Hi, Virginia. How you doing? Good. How are
12: you doing? Very
1: well, very well. Where are you calling from?
12: I'm calling from um, Salem, Connecticut, where I just had to bring my horse in because it's snowing. Oh,
1: it is snowing there. Yeah. I think that's the first report there. (laughs) Mostly on the East Coast. Are you a big snow aficionado or I guess not because you have to bring the horse in?
12: Um, I actually like it. I like to ski, and it gives them, um, of course, a chance to a break after show season, because I don't go to Florida, so it gives them, you know, a rest, and they're happy about it, so it's not too bad.
1: Very, very good. What station are you listening on? Do you know?
12: Um, I actually just found you guys the first time I've heard you. Um, It was 990,
1: I think, in Hartford. We want to welcome uh, all the new listeners at AM 990 out of Southington and Hartford, Connecticut area. Woohoo! What can we do for you, Virginia?
12: Well, I heard you were giving away the dog bible and it sounds like a great book.
1: By Tracy Hotchner. Now it's a big book. I'm yes. Gonna, it's it's huge. It's huge. Wow. <laughs> there it is. Uh, the postage alone, jeez. We're gonna <laughs> right? send it we're gonna send it to you, okay? Oh, that'd be great. And we thank you for listening to Animal Radio.
12: Thank you very much and keep up the great work. And um, the cloning ads are good, too, because they're starting to clone horses now. Uh, Well, it's very near and dear to
1: our hearts, the cloning situation. And uh, we, we appreciate your support, too. Hold on one second, Virginia. Okay, great.
22: Welcome to Voice of the Animal. Thanksgiving is not turkey's favorite holiday. On the one hand, he is honored and feted throughout the country. School children recreate his image with colorful construction paper cutouts. He enjoys a prominent place in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And he is given a traditional pardon from the President of the United States. On the other hand, turkey is the main feature on the Thanksgiving dinner table. In the Navajo creation story, turkey enjoys divine status as the representative of agriculture. As the Navajo people are fleeing from the encroaching floodwaters of the fourth world to find refuge and safety in the fifth world, Turkey is the only one to notice that the precious seeds that have been stored in pottery jars after the harvest season will be lost to the floodwaters. Gathering a few seeds from each jar, Turkey manages to hide the seeds among her feathers. As she hurries to catch up with the others racing to beat the floodwaters, she gets some help from wind pushing from behind as turkey dare not fly and risk losing the seeds. When everyone finally makes it to the safety of the fifth world, all are humbled by the fact that turkey was the only one who thought to bring the most precious commodity of all, the people's very means of survival and insurance against famine, seeds. Did you know that turkeys sleep high in trees? And they do not like to be awoken. If a plane flies overhead, they will gobble in a very grumpy manner, and when thunder rolls, they will respond as if having a conversation with Zeus himself. Turkeys are also very social and take care of each other. Wild turkeys live on our ranch. Last year, for weeks, we watched a group of nine turkeys who would always wait patiently while one of their party, a small crippled female, limped behind to catch up. Over time, this turkey could no longer even walk and just sat by the feeder where her friend sat with her. At this point, we were able to catch her and take her to the wildlife vet two hours away, a ride in which she sat huddled and frightened in her carrier. When we arrived, we were told she limped because she had been shot in the leg. Despite excellent care, she did not survive to come back home. I continue to wonder, Would the hunter who shot her have any interest in knowing the sacred role of turkey in Navajo culture? Did that hunter have any concept of the courage and fortitude she exhibited as she limped behind her other turkey friends? Could the hunter understand the compassion her turkey companions displayed in always waiting for her to catch up? And what would the hunter have to say to the veterinarian and her assistants regarding the hours spent attempting to heal the turkey's gunshot wound? To this day, turkey's feathers are marked with the colors of the seed she carried long ago in the Navajo beginning of time. When the forefathers of the United States were deciding on a national symbol, Ben Franklin lobbied on behalf of turkey. Instead, we all know Eagle was chosen. But maybe, if more people knew the story of turkey and the role she played in ensuring the survival of agriculture, as well as how loyal, courageous, and compassionate turkeys are to each other. They might have chosen her as our national bird, as well as think differently of their Thanksgiving menu. During this season of Thanksgiving, thank Turkey for her generous role in ensuring the survival of the seeds that bring the bounty of harvest gracing your holiday table by visiting Farm Sanctuary's website, adoptaturkey.org, where thanks to your generosity, a turkey will spend the holiday not on a platter atop a table but with a group of her turkey friends. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. Happy Thanksgiving from Rayanne Cumulos and Voice of the Animal.
1: Yes, hard to believe Thanksgiving just around the corner. We are live from the Race for the Rescues at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. Judy, you were looking around at the adoptable animals.
2: I did. You know what? I found a lot of animals, but there's so many animals here in so little time.
1: We'll be back with Robert Fulton right here on Animal Radio.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: Philosopher, thought provoker, ordained minister, best-selling author, someone who's actually changed my life. Robert Fulgham joining us. How how are you doing, Robert? Extremely well. I wanted to get you on because you have a brand new book out. Now, of course, your first book, which everybody knows, all I really... (laughs) no i learned in kindergarten sold sixteen million copies so uh... but that was years
5: ago how long ago was that well
23: it was in 1988 when it was published um... and then uh... five years ago there was um, the fifteenth anniversary edition was published which uh, the book was completely revised and added a bunch of new stories so it's sort of had a second life but since then i've published uh, seven other books and uh, written a huge novel and uh, written a couple of plays and uh, now this latest uh, thing. Uh, well, what's, what's fun about this? What on earth have I done? Is that uh, there's a whole section in there on uh, written in Utah, of uh, Moab, Utah. Oh. Uh-huh. And uh, I have a place south of uh, Moab, up in the Lasalle Mountains, where I go to really get away. Uh, I have no uh, contact with the outside world, but I write a lot about uh, Moab.
1: Well, you have a lot of inspirational places that you live all across the world that probably are very important to your writing. I would imagine.
23: Well, that's true i my kids are grown up, my grandkids are mostly grown up, and so I'm kind of free and I've always wanted to be uh a citizen of the world and so I live part of the time in Greece on the island of Crete, where I've had a place for the last thirty years and now I'm publishing a lot in Central Europe, so I spend time living in prague and then in the Moab, I was just down there three weeks ago um and uh, in Seattle and tomorrow morning, I'm leaving for Buenos Aires for three months so I, I try to. I want to. I want to see it all. I want
1: to do it all. <laughs> you know the, the title of the newest. What on earth have I done? Is something I frequently ask myself when I look <laughs> down at uh, all the animals <laughs> yeah. that I have. And I don't want to say collected, but have have adopted me. Yeah. How my life revolves around them, and how crazy sometimes I think I am when I when I see all of these animals. Uh, you were brought up on a ranch, is that correct? So. That's animals- right. Animals have been an integral part of your life.
23: Yeah, and uh, we had cows and horses and uh, the whole thing. And uh, it's funny, I am not a pet person. I do not have cats or dogs, partly because I'm uh, allergic to them. But I have some kind of animal suck. I can go in somebody's house, and if they've got a pet, the pet will come over and get in my lap or <laughs> lie down on my feet. And I mind my own business. I don't invite this, but somehow uh, I have this connection. I thought, maybe I'm a dog whisperer, and I didn't know it all these years.
1: <laughs> well, I imagine as an ordained minister, you, you often see people that have uh, lost a pet or are grieving. Oh, yeah. What is your best advice in that area? Because pets, they only live with us 10, 15, 20 years, and then-
23: yeah, well, I, it's the same counseling I give to people about uh, human death. I mean, this is this is what the deal. If you if you get born, you've got this near-death experience. Call it, that goes with the deal. And um, there was a time when you were not, and a time when well, you will not be again. You will not be again. And somehow, getting over the notion that this is something extra special that happens to us, it is. If you, it goes with life. And uh, a lot of people act as if death was a very personal thing that the universe aimed at them no this is (laughs) the nature of life Mm -hmm. and i do respect the fact that there are people many people who are as connected to their pets as they are to people and any connection between you and another living thing is worthy of respect and of course you grieve when uh, any living thing that you've become attached to goes I, i take it very seriously i've done pet funerals
7: Really? Yeah,
23: yeah. No, I, I We had a dog on the dock I live on that everybody's t- terribly, terribly fond of. And uh-huh. the dog died, and everybody's muttering about it. And I said, we ought to get together and talk about this. We'd sit down in the living room and tell stories about Gita the dog. And it was quite moving. Clearly, this animal had affected everybody who who knew her.
3: Yes.
1: I hear this day in and day out. Someone will call up and talk about their pet or losing their pet, and say that they're somewhat embarrassed because they're more upset over the loss of a pet than maybe their father or their mother yeah. or their brother or or somebody yeah, like sure.
23: that. No, no. I, I say to them, the attachment is an attachment, and if it's deep with a living thing, then then it's worthy of respect and care, and you don't owe anybody an apology for it. Some people's parents and brothers and sisters are not worthy of respect so much. And uh, you, you mourn what uh, you're deeply attached to.
1: We're with Robert best bestselling author of the latest book, What on Earth Have I Done? Let's talk about some of the current topics in the world. We see Michael Vick being prosecuted for dog fighting. We see uh, pet food contamination. Now, this last week in Iran, pet keeping banned. What is your quick take on all of this?
23: Well, you know, our social customs range from the greatly dignified to the absolutely bizarre, which says something about our nature as human beings. And um, I, I always say the same thing in this context, is that the news of the world that you get from the media, uh, which comes in from the radio and TV and newspaper, is not all the news of the world. And if you think this is the news of the world, then you're missing a lot. Uh, What doesn't uh, come through in the media is that millions and millions of people who have pets that they love and treat with great dignity and kindness and who mean something to them and they live out their lives and they're put away in a lovely way. This is not going to be in the newspaper because this is the way the world mostly is. And all these bizarre things that come up are just the aberrations. Uh, It it has to be that way. If it weren't that way, we'd have utter chaos. So I always try to say to people, put, put the bad news in perspective. Perspective. Sure, there's bad news. There's always going to be bad news uh, on you know, a human or animal level. But don't miss the fact that there's an awful lot of good news going on and balance that in your thinking about what's going on in the world.
1: One of the things that you encourage in all your writings is to look right around you because yeah. it's all right around you. No, I just saw
23: this morning, we were talking about Michael Vick. He did something did terrible to these dogs that he was fighting. Walking along the street was a lady with three greyhounds that had been rescued from the greyhound track. And these are very happy dogs and she truly loves them very much. And she rescued from what, you know, they would have put these dogs to death. It's very common. And, uh, that goes on in our world at the same time as this ugly stuff does. I see that notice it talk about it
1: it's much easier to pick out the bad stuff than it is to really see the good stuff and I think that's one of the the things in your books is you really point out the good stuff
23: I'm I'm not naive about the way the world is it's just that I want to make sure that people don't miss the good stuff because it's there as surely as the bad stuff
1: I'm going to let you go so you can head off to the new horizon for a while. (laughs) What on earth have I done? Stories, observations,
0: and affirmations. Robert, Holger, thank you so much for joining us today.
23: Thanks for having me on.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
11: This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio. And remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet.
4: PetGadgets.com If you're looking for innovative and high-tech pet products PetGadgets.com Unique and high-tech products that you won't find at your local pet store PetGadgets.com Find the latest products that will make life easier for you and your pet PetGadgets.com Everything from massage beds to a remote-controlled tennis ball launcher PetGadgets.com Be top dog in your neighborhood Shop at PetGadgets.com
16: Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com.
11: Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org. By no friendly magazine.
16: Perhaps you can do without it. But for kibble's sake, think of your dog. It lasts. A voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe
0: at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Woof! Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. We are back live from the race
1: for the rescues, the Pasadena Rose Ball. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Who's this?
7: John from uh, Los Alamitos, California.
1: Hi, John. What you're listening on coast? Is that Los Alamitos? Where is Los Alamitos? Is that well?
7: The... It's Los Alamitos. Is uh borders the uh, seal beach long beach that area the los angeles oh, okay. area yes
1: uh-huh. on the coast what's your question today
7: um I, i've tried to bring my kitties inside i've got uh, two two outside and one inside and uh, the, uh-huh. the ones on the outside i just uh, can't stand to see them out in that rain and mm-hmm. so i i make a little uh, spot for them in the house but uh, they just uh, they don't uh, like using their litter box in there. They prefer using the, the area around the litter box. And you mean
1: inside? Right. Inside, yeah. yeah.
7: And it's, uh, it's creating uh, a little bit of a problem. So I'm wondering, uh, I want to set up some kind of a shelter for them on the outside of the house. Yeah. And, uh, um, I just didn't know if you had any ideas. I don't, uh, you know, sometimes I think they don't like being in, in closed areas like a, you know, like a. Uh, A box with just a doorway. I was just wondering if it would be if cats prefer having just a roof over their head and, and, uh, you know, maybe the sides would be halfway open where they could just see around them.
2: Yeah, okay, I understand what you're saying. A lot of cats, it depends on the cats, some cats like the boxed in feeling where they feel like they're safe and they can just peer out, and then some cats don't. They feel confined in it. Um, What you can do is basically do both. If you have some kind of an overhang, some kind of covering, and you can put in something like a, a doghouse or something to where they could both be inside the doghouse and protected, or they could come outside just beyond it and have something over their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you are in a situation where you can put up a cattery, something where the cats would be uh, not able to roam free. They would be either confined in the house, but they would have access to go outdoors in the cattery.
1: Mm-hmm. And. We did that at the studios, and we we actually are able to put four or five cats, or three, as the law mandates you can have, (laughs) um, inside the cattery, and they they go outside, and they can sit in the sun and eat the grass, and it's uh, really a 10-by-10 dog uh, kennel, and we put... Uh, What did did, did we put on the top? It was like chicken wire on the top?
2: Yeah, it's a netting that we put over the dog run so the cats can't climb out. And they have access now to both indoors and outdoors. But when they go outdoor, they are still confined. They can't run, you know, run free. Right. Um, Again, I don't know if you're in a situation to put up something like that or...
7: Yes, I could do that. I was just trying to come up with different ideas, you know, and and, um, I just... uh thought that uh, you people were the best ones to ask. <laughs> well, we're still
1: learning. It took us a long time to learn that. But uh, everybody that sees our cattery, they, they, uh, they love looking at all the cats outside playing. It looks like a, a zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as
2: far as the litter, I don't know why they're not. I don't know if they're litter trained or... Some, well. some cats don't like certain types of litter. You might have to try different kinds. There's wheat and corn and clay and clumping. There's a variety. It may just take some trying to find the different litters that they may try. Do,
1: do, they usually went outside, right? Yeah. Or were yeah. they feral animals?
7: Yes, they're those partic- those two particular animals were where um. I, I rescued them. So. Uh, how old do you think they they're, are? They're very much adult. I well, they,
1: they may not want to go inside so, yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. But I,
2: I would provide something like a doghouse and then make sure there's some kind of covering over it so that mm-hmm. if they come out of the doghouse, they're still protected. And if you can, in the meantime, uh, put up that cattery. They would love it. That's
1: a great idea. Thanks, John, for your listening. Well, we appreciate it.
7: Well, thank you. I really enjoy the show.
1: Thank you very much. One eight six six four zero is toll-free from anywhere in the great
0: U.S. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
13: Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets.
8: Honey, look, I taught Rocky a new trick. He's 12. You know what they say about old dogs? Hey, Rock. What would she teach you to do, sleep? Funny, no. I taught him to email me when it's time for his vet appointment and vaccinations, notify a call center if he's lost, and give the kennel his feeding and med schedule. Did you give him a a brain implant? No, I bought him a cougar tag for his collar. Cougar tag? This little USB cougar tag. Yeah, plugs into any computer. His vital information's right there for the vet or kennel to read. So our address and phone number aren't hanging off Rocky's neck.
3: Wow, neat trick. Yeah, honey. Neat. Kuga tag, the world's smallest USB pet tag for dogs, cats, even birds. 24-7 Lost Pet Center. Vital health and vet information. Appointment at vaccination reminder, emails, and more. All in a universal, non-invasive, waterproof tag. Let your pet teach you a new trick. Visit Cougatag.com today. That's Cougatag, K-O-O-G-A-Tag.com. <laughs> hey,
16: you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.caninecaviar.com.
12: Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello. And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friends' pets also. Give it to them as a Christmas
0: present. What a good idea. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio.
1: I'm holding in my hand right now what looks like to be, boy, the size of a, what would you say? That's about an inch by a half inch, maybe, a very small electronic gidgety tag. I have the founder of Cougar Tag, Forrest Monk, here with us. Hi, Forrest. How are you doing? Good, Hal. Thank you for having me.
18: What is this? Explain how this works. It's, a, uh, it's basically a tag on one side that shows an 800 number in case your animal is lost with a unique ID. It uh, separates you from your pet as far as your personal information. So our service would contact you 24-7. On the other side, you'll see terminals. This little device holds over 2,000 documents, wow. over 150 pictures. Our website will also, after you put all your information in, our website also emails you of upcoming, uh, upcoming appointments, um, up, expirations of vaccines. Vaccinations, um, reminders of your heartworm as well, and it's always stored on our on our secure site. Okay, so where does this little chip tag go? Does it go into your computer? It goes in any computer. It fits in any computer. You don't need a reader for it. It just puts in any any computer. Both With Macintosh the, it's, and PC? Yep, it's a USB drive. It's just built specifically for this.
1: You know, I've heard of this kind of thing, but they're, they're usually big and chunky. This is
18: really small and, and really, uh, I would say a cat could even use this. That, that's right. As a matter of fact, it, we made it so that um, any, any pet can use this. So, yeah, and it's uh, 100% waterproof. And uh, there's no removable parts and uh, clips easily. So when you go to your veterinarian, you can actually unclip it from your pet. Go, here's all my, uh, my uh, pet's uh, medical information, all their history. Wow. And if they do a procedure, you can go, and would you also load it onto the tag for me? Because there's also folders in there for ECGs or surgeries or any kind of procedures to where right. you'd have all that information directly on that tag.
1: Now, is there a subscription
18: that goes along with this? There is. It's ninety nine a month, but the first three months are free. And uh, how much does this cost? It's 29 where can we get this? You can get this at Cougapet.com. A truly
1: revolutionary tag. Did you ever have one of those cell phones that was the big brick cell phone? I didn't. They've gotten smaller over the years. Now I'm seeing the tags getting smaller. Now finally a tag that you can use with your feline. This is really truly small and very ideal.
18: Good idea. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: Okay, the website one more time is Cougapet.com. And of course links to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Forrest, thanks so much for coming out today. Thank you, Help. Let's go ahead and give away one of these cougar tags right now plus a subscription one 405 8405 we are live just wrapping up from the rose bowl the pasadena rose bowl and the race for the rescues and before we go we mentioned this earlier in the show if you swear your dryer is eating your socks perhaps you should have your dog x-ray uh, so that's the answer to
2: all those missing socks
1: yeah well of course jane lynch she guessed earlier socks being one of the top ten most common items surgically removed from pets. Dogs and cats also have a hankering for lingerie, underwear, pantyhose, ranking second and third, respectively. Some of the things they've pulled out of animals? Swallowed pagers, hearing aids, drywall, batteries, rubber bands, toy cars, hair ties, and sand with bacon grease poured on it.
2: Unbelievable.
1: You know what the one thing that was not on the list, of course, is? What? Your kid's homework. No. Oh, yeah. Dr. Wayne Eldridge of San Antonio, Texas, he actually keeps a small museum of items he's removed from animals' intestines. They include leftover paper plates and wooden skewers. Dr. Miki Shibata, he's removed tennis balls, golf balls, marbles, peach pits, chewy rope toys, and pennies from pets' gastrointestinal tracts. e
2: So if you're looking for change, forget about looking in the cushions of the couch. Just hold your dog upside down and maybe you'll get some
1: change out of him? And would you believe this stones like rocks are among the most common items ingested by dogs now on a really serious note small items can pass through the pets naturally but larger items can get stuck these items can lead to an obstruction that could lead to pain vomiting internal damage whatever it may require surgery Another thing around this time of the year, of course, is linear foreign bodies like Christmas tree tinsel, or watch out for dental floss. They can tighten like a purse string around the intestines and actually saw through it. So watch what your dog or cat or fish or lizards, or rabbits, or horses, or husbands are eating, okay? We want to congratulate Russell Forrester of Lubbock. He guessed socks being the top of that list there. He picks up a critter cooler refreshment station and some other things you're putting together, right?
2: Yes, he does. We've got a very nice package for him. Congratulations, Russell.
1: Now, before we go today, we want to thank so many people for being on the show. Author Robert Folgem from The Young and the Restless, Greg Rickart, Michelle Stafford, Hunter Allen, the very funny Jane Lynch... From ETV, Ted Casablanca, Joe Regan, Kinsey Packard, the Daddios. Thank you all so much for coming on today's special broadcast. And a few people that have made this all possible. We want to thank Lisa Young, Delilah Loud, Colleen Stan, and of course you. We'll be back next week for more Animal Radio from our studios with both ABC's Dr. Marty Becker and comedian Kip Adada. Between now and then, you can get your Animal Radio fix at AnimalRadio.com. Remember, we're streaming online 24-7. And on any cell phone, simply text ANIMAL to 27627.
2: And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. If it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from your local shelter. I'm Judy Francis.
1: I'm Hal Abrams from the Pasadena Rose Bowl. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Bye-bye.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.